I like how quickly Charita Aslanki is scoring runs. Oh my, we'll have to look after our domestic cricketers. Welcome to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. My name is Vida and as always I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing Bora? Doing good Vida. Good to be up here doing another episode. What are we hoping to have a chat on today? Yeah, so Sri Lanka won the one-day series against Zimbabwe and collected uh, valuable points in the one-day Super League. And they've gone up to sixth place in the table. Um, and Sri Lanka under-19 boys are through to the quarterfinals, beating Scotland, Australia and West Indies uh, in the group stages. We are unbeaten in the tournament so far. And uh, Sri Lanka women cricketers are in Malaysia playing Commonwealth Games 2022 qualifiers and they have won all three games so far. So Sri Lanka cricket in a purple patch winning all the games in the last couple of weeks. We talk about domestic cricket, National Cricket League one day tournament to kick off on 24th of January. So they've announced a five-team tournament. Um, we'll talk about that as well. So let's start with Zimbabwe series, Bora. That was a much needed series win for us. We were in a spot of bother because we lost the second one there. But boys managed to um, come back and win the third one and uh, clinch the series. Yeah, good result. Um, I think when we were recording the first pod, we, it was a tight, tight game. We were chasing, chasing 300 in Sri Lanka is not an easy task. So we got that over the line. Um, second game, uh, again, close game, but couldn't make it. But Dasun Chanaka scored 100. And then going into the last game, I mean, won it convincingly. Um, so overall, a good series. I know we play in Zimbabwe, but that's a, um, a seasoned team in terms of the playing group. There are a lot of guys are, are more experienced across the format. Um, so it turned out to be a good series, a good series for us to win. Um, because it's the first series, I think, after you know the change of coaches and yeah. but a lot of the boys have to work on their own and stuff so it's a bit of different styles taking over so nonetheless a um, lot of positives that we'll be hoping to cover in this chat uh, and we came out on the top um, winning so overall pretty good effort yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean i remember the times for uh we treated uh, zimbabwe and bangladesh we treated those series as uh, stepping stone to try out for youngsters. It's not the yeah. case uh, anymore because when you when you look at our one-day team, 50-over format is our weakest format at the moment. I think we are doing well in test cricket, especially at home and uh, T20 cricket as well. But 50-over um, cricket is like a mini test and uh, we tend to lose these little battles inside the 50-over game until we get a core group of players, um, until they get few games under their belt, we will have these close games uh, against against even weaker teams. So that's something we have to work with at the moment. But it was a great win. It was a good comeback. And uh, in the last game, it was a flat pitch. Um, a bit of turn in the pitch as well. So Sri Lanka managed to get 254. And um, Zimbabwe completely outplayed. Uh, they got only 70 chasing the runs. Um, when you look at the series performances, Bora, um, most runs were by Sean Williams of Zimbabwe, but Patum 
Nisanka and Charita Salanka. They scored 146 runs each with 250s. And Captain Dasun Shahanaka scored his maiden 100, as you mentioned earlier. Got us close to a win in the second uh, one there. And the comeback for Ivan Dese, he ended up with most wickets with nine wickets in the series with the best figures of 4-4-10 in the third one-day internationals. And Kusal Mendis opening the batting and keeping wickets. He had few starts, but he didn't really kick on and made a big one, but he looked good um, in the short stays, uh, open the batting. So lots of positives in this series, Bora. Overall, yeah, exactly right. I think a lot of positives. The good thing is um, good result for the guys coming back. That was your um, Kusal Mendes, Chandimal's, Jeffrey Vanderses. Um, in the you know it's a short three match series, but they managed to uh, put in some results in. Yeah, Kusal Mendes would have preferred like to have gotten a bigger score in one of the three knocks, but uh, managed to see, uh, like you said, they ma- managed to get a few 30s, good, look good behind the stumps. Mm. Good, I saw him take a good catch, a um, few stump pins as well. So it will give him confidence. We keep getting, we keep enjoying seeing the innings that is being put in by Charita Salanka, Patum Nisanka. They seem to have taken the mantle of this batters, especially yeah. as batters, putting in that scores. And now the Kusal Mendes and Dinesh Chandimas are the second fiddle rather than yep. it was the other way around. So they've managed to mm. swap it around. Um, I am still, I like um, how uh, quickly Charita Asalanka is scoring runs. Oh, man. That's really good. That strike rate's a pretty good one. Overall positive. Going into, I mean, the next series, is, I think um, it's the T20 Australian series. So it will be an yeah. overall good series for us. Yeah, I mean, we were going to talk about that later. But now that you mentioned about the Australia series, maybe we'll do it now. Um, but if we are going into, coming into Australia, we'll need a couple more fast bowlers in the side, isn't it, Bora? Nuan Pradeep was a bit expensive in the second one day and um, so they bought in Ramesh Mendis for the third one day. I think we'll need someone like Lahiru Kumara in the in the team if you're playing against Australia. In Australia, he's having a bit of a trouble with his fitness, but because Dusmanta is bowling really well, he took two wickets with the new ball that set the scene to get Zimbabwe side out for a low score in the third one day. We have enough spinners in the team, but we'll have to look after our fast bowlers. I don't know what's happening with Lahiru Kumar's situation, but he's the next guy who we have who can bowl fast. Yeah, I think um, Lahiru Kumar has to be in the mix. I mean, uh, coming off the series, or the world, we refer the world T20, the last series we had where we were all excited about two bowlers bowling 140 plus um, to tours like Australia, England, New Zealand, South Africa. You need those two quicks as the X factor. Over here, we just had the Ashes conclude and we saw what a big difference um, Mark Wood was making bowling that 145 plus balls. And they needed that. You you need that X factor. we need those guys coming into the mix. We've got a good group of uh, spin bowlers, but unfortunately, when you're playing on good tracks, uh, you tend to be playing with one specialist spinner. And if we've got a strong batter, you go with be able to add that spin in. Like for example, because one of those batting is so strong, it almost assists us to get another spinner in. Mm. Um, but we need our fast bowlers 
the all-round spot is filled. Um, I mean, yeah. Asun can you, Jamika can bowl a few. Dushman, mm. uh, Lahiru Kumar comes in, just makes the team look really good um, on paper, at least, uh, and sets us up well um, when you're going into a match. Um, it's a good feel, good factor. Knowing I've got two guys, 140 plus, got an all-rounder. It covers a lot of departments. Um, so, yeah. uh, I'm sure Lahiru Kumara knows what he needs to work on. He'll, he's gotten his break to improve that side of things. So, um, that's an area that he'll want to improve and, you know, make a statement, come back. Just popping back into our batting order looks pretty um, stable. I mean, the positives are now the guys who are trying to break in looks looks makes a team look even better. Like you got guys like Avishka Fernando, Dananjay De Silva at certain stage he'll come back from you know failing to yep. leave. Banuka, um, Banuka Rajapaksa. Um, we don't know what's gonna happen with him. Danushka Gunatilaka, those are names yeah. you know um, that will come mix. into the mix. Good. Yeah, so they're gonna start. In Sydney, they're going to play two matches in Sydney. Then move they they move into Canberra to play one, and they come down to Melbourne to play two T Twenty. So you're going to go and watch one, Bora? What's what's the plan? I think we should go. Yeah, hoping to make some time to go out and watch a game. I mean, Sri Lanka it doesn't tour regularly out here. Given a chance, Melbourne has a big community, and there is there's going to be good numbers for that game. So. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be hoping to watch a live game and get yeah. to meet some of the guys. I mean, um, Tasun Shanaka played a few mm. games with me. So the juniors with that, you know them better. Dushman mm. Tachamira from NCC. If few of the NCC boys tag along as well, definitely would like to catch up and have a chat um, yeah. on how things work. Let's do it. Let's check the dates and let's do it, Bora. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to... Uh... Sri Lanka under 19s from that. They've done really well in the group stages, won all three games, and um, they are playing Afghanistan in the quarterfinals on 27th. And uh, our under 19 captain, Dunit Vellalage, is on a roll, isn't he? Bora? He's taking wicket scoring runs. That um, game against West Indies, that was a good chase. Um, so I think when you look at the matches we played, I think we played some tough games in that in that group. So coming into a quarterfinal, I think we, when it comes to preparations, I think we've done what we have to do. Our bowlers are bowling well, the batters are um, getting runs, and uh, everything seems to click at the moment. Just have to keep winning from this stage. So sudden death round starting uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. Sorry, on twenty seventh. I think that's the Thursday. Yeah. It's a good format, I think, for under-19 players. You play round-robin, get the feel of it, play, get more exposure playing matches. And now going into, you know, um, the knockout stages and, you know, working through. So it's a it's a good um, competition. Um, I think the boys have been doing well, um, coming starting from the captain downwards. Because of the time difference between the games being played and in Melbourne, we normally get up and we see the last bit of the game and the yeah. scores. And I, I was following the West Indies game where we were chasing the score and it felt, yeah. or, you know, it looked like we had it in control in terms of the balls and runs. But then um, it was at a stage of having four wickets left, three wickets left, but some yeah. we managed, you know, close it in in, in our favour. 
um, and good wins. Australia, West Indies, those are good teams to beat at under 19 level. Um, now comes the knockout stages. Afghanistan, if their cricket's at a strong base at junior levels, yeah. so uh, that will be a good game uh, for the boys. Uh, so preparation wise, I mean skills wise, they've done what is needed. Now it's how can they match Afghanistan tactically? So to do that, we, we've I mean the management, um, we've got a good setup there within that group. Uh, to match tactics um, and I'm sure they'll give their best shot from now on. Um, it, I think we I spoke we spoke about at an earlier episode about, you know, at, at under-19 level, the Asian teams tend to be stronger holes. Um, yeah. And it's almost setting up for something like that. So um, let's keep an eye out on the next few results. I think this is one of the best Better performances at under-19 World Cup level for Sri Lanka. Yeah, um, it's been a while. I mean, yeah, we've because growing up cricket, you always follow under-19. My first um, um, memories of an under-19 senior tournament is when Malinta Gajanayake was the captain of the under-19. 2000. 2000. We host Sri Lanka hosted that tournament and. Um, there are a lot of stars as a, I think I can't remember my age, but I was a junior watching those because uh, some of the games were shown on TV as well. Yep. There were some good players that, that, I mean, grew up to represent Sri Lanka. You had um, the likes of um, Tilna Kandambi, Mutumudu Kumara, Ian Daniel, Jehan Mubarak. I think I remember almost the full team uh, so a um, few good players that went on to represent and we made it to the finals mm. and for me that was after that we had a lot of teams I mean uh, teams of my age my peers they played under 19 cricket we I don't we didn't make the finals and so, so on I think no uh, that was the best performance from us as under-19 group from my memory. I might be wrong. If there are any listeners, please do share um, that. Uh, I think after that, this could be something of a similar uh, setup. Uh, I, I was reading the media in 2016. I think we made it to a knockout stage or so. Yeah, close. That, was, that, was, that was the last time, not, yeah. Not been remembering means... Not a lot of cricket would have been there. So um, mm. this good effort by the boys. Yeah, good luck to them. Hopefully they'll win. And uh, good luck to the coaching staff as well. Lavishka Gunadana and uh, uh, former under-19 captain Sajid Patirana there as well. So good luck to them. We'll keep an eye on that. And the Sri Lanka women cricketers finally playing some cricket, Bora. Remember we talked about this a long time ago. We had a... Uh, interview yeah. episode with Estelle as well. Um, you know, uh, the lack of cricket, our women cricketers are playing, and finally they are playing some cricket uh, in Malaysia, playing Commonwealth Games 2022 qualifiers. And they won all three games so far, as predicted. <laughs> Chamari Atapattu is, is dominating uh, with her batting. Um, but in the last game, Harsh, Harshita Madhavi has scored a good half century as well. So it's good to see them play some play some cricket uh, we need more cricket for women cricketers against good oppositions 
Yeah, that will help them up their skills. Um, amazing with what Chamari is achieving with within you know uh limited skill set from a country that you know is still growing and learning sport uh cricket and chamari is miles ahead from that from that mm. group and she's a she's an amazing ambassador for the game um yeah even in the big bash over here she she most of the tournaments she goes she tends to get the runs competes yeah. with the peers well so um she is good value. She's just a, yeah. just an amazing athlete. Um, and it's unfortunate that there was a year that she couldn't, you know, entertain, put play and represent uh, the team. But uh, hope that's in the past. Now it's how can we, you know, fix her in more games, get more exposure for these four players like Chamari, you know. Yeah. People who see... The more you see the Chamaris play, the more the girls or underage girls are going to say, look, that's a role model. I want to, you know, look mm. up to her games, enjoy that sport, watch the success she's having. So that's how we spur juniors or anyone to get a keen interest on the game. Yeah, absolutely. Let's keep an eye on that tournament uh, in the next stage and uh, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Let's move yeah. on to our domestic cricket, Bora. Finally, there's some domestic cricket playing yep. in Sri Lanka. They're going to kick it off on 24th uh, of January. Um, National Super League. Well, it comes with a new name, but it's um, it's the same old uh, provincial tournament, isn't it? But um, this time they've changed the way they pick the sides. Um, they've allocated the cl- a few clubs into each province. All 26 first-class playing clubs uh, has have been divided into groups and they will pick players from those clubs into each uh, provinces and they will have um, a centre of excellence to practice and do their yeah. training as well. So the five teams are Colombo, Jaffna, Gold, Candy and Damulla. And so Sri Lanka's top 100 cricketers um, will be playing in this competition and they're going to start with a one-day tournament. The word is they're going to play a four-day tournament as well. With a tournament like this, Bora, if they can play more matches like like home and away series, um, because it's only five teams, at least they'll have to play each other twice, isn't it? To have a quality tournament and, you know, giving an opportunity for players to get the maximum out of this tournament. It's a good thing that's, you know, we've been talking about a quality tournament. Now, finally, it's happening. What are your thoughts yeah. about this tournament? Oh, it's a good result. I think we were think, looking at back and trying to find what are, what's the tournament that the domestic players can play during this period. Um, um, and then trying to find, okay, you know, players, what do they have to do? What mm. can they, what to can be involved so there's not a one clear or uh, or no communication at all if there's going to be a tournament or not that's kind of a where i find it is an area where we could improve um we could have i mean a tournament if you're playing we need to have a certain bit of notice so the players can adjust get used mm. to it nonetheless it's overall and positive one i mean we talk about having to have a structure where players can compete amongst themselves and you know the 
best players come out on top by you know getting it goes up up and in in you know similar to a pyramid we got your domestic uh, yeah. or the club structure it's a flat you know got 20 teams or 30 mm. teams next level would be okay who's the best out of that crew playing together yeah and then filtering up and filtering up further so um they've put it into plan now which is a good sign it uh, we'd like this to be the next five year plan rather than one year yeah. and then forget about it and you know try working things out which has been a trend with sri lanka cricket in the past um if it's a structure for the five year plan within the first year we are going to there's going to be a lot of teething effects you know um, trying to for you know work out scenarios okay once it's all good to say this is what's a tournament we are going to play but you're going to come across pro- practical problems as you play along and playing a one day tournament is a good way to find out what are those practical problems and work a solution to it mm. um a good example is the big bash league which just um is at the final end and um through the tournament rules or what not uh, steve smith couldn't get into the sydney sixers team oh. so i um, i i can't understand that like you you're playing <laughs> playing a domestic tournament you yeah. want your best players to play in that tournament if they're available yes, and yeah. um yeah so similar to scenario, yeah so similar scenarios like that we sri lanka cricket's going to come across as well through the tournaments because they seem to have fixed it so quickly already yeah. okay how, the questions have been asked how did you you know divide the teams or what not to select the players ssc ncc tend to have about you know 9 to 10 national players yeah. um, so they want that 10 players playing in that top level so then how do you manage the other team um i remember playing in a provincial one day tournament with uh, this was 2012 2013 i can't exactly remember adurata uh, now this was with uh wyamba so oh, yeah, yeah. so you played for, i played for kandurata then went for wyamba um those are the changes that happened but wyamba we had ncc and bloomfield in our mix um and i think yes. we played against ssc's or i can't remember what the province name was but it bulk of their players was ssc so we had about pretty sure it was nine ncc players and two bloomfield players the two right. bloomfield players, i think dilshan munavira and uh, i can't remember who been uh might be suraj randeep or nuan pradeep or what yeah, yeah. so that's how big the squads were and the struggle was to get into that 11 so um but now you're hearing players trickling into different clubs so there might be a you know balance i don't know but i feel still feel ssc um is going to have a strong group of players similar ccc has a strong yeah. group of players um moors will have so how do you how mm. how does level find it into it army um, yeah so again that will be as you play along then players will start selecting okay i if i need to align my career and play into a province i probably need to move and be smart about the clubs i select now that could be another yeah. scenario that's going to happen if it's a five year scenario yeah. um and in sri lanka i've seen players hop clubs like 
next to other so yeah. there are few, you want to change clubs they're going to change clubs so yeah. um, those are the teething effects i see mm. um nonetheless good exposure because we said yeah. we players coaches management getting exposed to a higher grade that's what's happening like mm. the likes of andas chehans avishkars they're getting yeah. at, you know yeah they're getting exposed there which is good no no that's so good one one point you mentioned bora uh, about the communication so we don't know what's going to happen with the club tournament right um, yeah. you know you're going to select players from the club tournament into, into these provinces we haven't heard anything about what's going to happen with the normal club tournament um, i've seen the disappointment of some mostly senior cricketers in sri lanka especially on social media um mm. regarding this matter because they need to know what's happening because some of these yep. players it's their livelihood um yes. they have to make decisions i spoke about this earlier as well you know the communication is the key they you know they if nothing's if no cricket's happening in the club scenario they'll have to make decisions uh, about their lives so sri lanka cricket is not the best when it comes to communicating we tend to arrange things in the last minute you know the the players who miss out what are they going to do yeah communication generally has been a top down method with sri lanka cricket and a more how do i say it it's more this is it and this is how it's going to run scenario so um <laughs> and it's always like, last minute yeah um a, a concept like this would have ideally you want to be it's all right we still got time yes we're playing a food i mean one day tournament but they should be able to filter it down say this is the next five years this is how the calendar of cricket's going to work out domestically you have your um one day tournament across the clubs the best of the players get selected to play a you know one day a provincial tournament or get selected at into that province four day cricket you, i mean they probably play three day club cricket and go four day provincial cricket that might be a cornerstone of what's going to happen um and then filter on um, to the domestic tournament but they got to keep in mind there is a calendar of cricket that we can play domestically we can't play a whole year of cricket mm. as first class or domestic tournament so yeah um they they'll need a bit more clarity on that um over here generally cricket carries on for about 6 months so um in sri lanka if you start november december and we go up till march april end of march uh, yeah march how we can make use of it that something uh, that's for the decision makers to make and i'm fair i'm, I'm confident that the technical committee would have given it a bit of thought it's just that yeah. it, maybe there are challenges they are facing that they can't communicate it out straight away and mm-hmm. you know if they get them they probably are happy with some of the changes they're getting yeah. but we'd like to see a bit more feedback it's easy for us with uh, we i mean we are not in that uh, domestic cricket structure at the moment but i feel for some of the domestic players who are in that uh, circuit where you're still trying to you know probably trying to break through make a comeback or you know see how you can set up domestically um mm. and plan around it yeah um so seeing that disappointments or sadness in some of the players um i do feel for them and i hope that it, 
it felt it i mean the people or the players holding positions here that bit and think about it it's that's yeah. the cricket that we want to look after we tend to make a lot of you know we tend to make players disheartened really quickly and then try to mend what happened by that time it's a bit too late we yeah. need to before it happens no no you're absolutely right bora we'll have to look after our domestic cricketers if we want to have a strong uh, sri lanka cricket team we have to look after them that's the only way yeah uh, exactly i think if we consider uh, more, i mean a more serious um, downside effect or you know worst case scenario would be the seasoned domestic players will start thinking okay i need to either consider cricket's over life after mm. cricket um, you know make amends go overseas and probably look at permanent avenues to you know we uh, and earn money there's a lot of domestic cricket going around or international i mean international countries giving that opportunities to play cricket um yeah. that's that's a serious downside effect that could happen so we know that we've spoken about that in the last few years every season cricketer tells to talk about that mm. um and i'm sure the guys holding positions also are aware of it so um yeah. that's side effect they need to stop and help you hear some of the coaches say other oh, players are not ready they don't know to learn of you know season players or how to do play in a um, structured environment it's going to be okay the first class cricket's not the best where does the specialized coaching come where they can help these players up so it's a topic mm. that you know, we'll, we can always have a we can have a long night talking about back and yeah. special first class structure where's the right mix shall we move on to a listener question bora before yeah, we wrap it up to, i think yeah um yeah be, be mindful of the time we've got i think that's a good way to yeah. get into this is from asanka from maharagama he goes can i request you to do a weekly episode in singhala as well So yes, this is uh, I had few friends messaging me and asking about this as well Bora. Yeah. Because this is this is um, when we st- um, to be frank with our listeners when we started this we wanted to do this podcast in both languages but when we look at the analytics where the listeners are coming from we have listeners from all over the world from australia uk usa the caribbean and middle east so that's why we kept this podcast in english but that's something we can look into bora up to you it's another another day of recording but um, you think uh, <laughs> you'll be able to get away for another hour <laughs> yeah but to squeeze in Uh, a single is episode uh, for our viewers i think we'll give it a bit of thought if not weekly at least fortnightly wills yeah we take that idea on board i think uh, we started this podcast think like with our, like exactly how you said we want to do add a few and we started learning about who our listeners are and then we kept uh, moving along um something definitely to add on and we'll take on board 
we'll um yeah excited yeah. for that segment if we kick it off yeah yeah no no we i love to do it we'll have to do it um separately maybe um maybe like a like a sister podcast i don't know we'll have to, we'll have to work that out bora thanks for the suggestion asanka we'll bora and i will we'll have a chat and we'll we'll see what we can do <laughs> let's wrap it up there bora yeah i think that's a good spot to end uh, today's podcast thanks thanks a lot um, everyone for joining us today hope you enjoyed our chat yeah keep sending your questions and comments we love to hear from you um, send them to our email srilankancricketpodcast@gmail.com give us a follow on our socials and tell a friend about our podcast chances are if you like this podcast your friends will like it too yeah please and give us a rating as well that will allow us to go up in the rankings thank you and uh, we'll see you next time thanks a lot cheers <laughs>